It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, and welcome back. Attorney Steve Vondren here. Welcome to another exciting episode of Vondren Legal Hour. Attorney Steve Vondren here, licensed practice law in California, Arizona. We are talking in this podcast about the top 10 things you need to know, brokers and agents, about real estate websites, you know, posting blogs, podcasts, YouTube channels, all these things that are going on now, a basic website. Um, agent websites, things like that. So a lot of times your agents are using photos and videos, all kinds of digital content to create a better site, to have something better for people to to view, aerial photos, drone video footage, all kinds of things. But you have to be careful. And the reason why I wanted to do this podcast is there are copyright photo attorneys out there that are coming to get people and they are finding people using reverse image tools like re- reverse uh, Google reverse image, TinEye, other, the other proprietary tools that they're using. So when they come, believe me, it's not a fun thing to get a, an infringement letter that says, hey, you got a copyright issue on your website, you're using content that's ours. Or if you have something on YouTube, maybe you get to the point where you got a lot of views on a video and somebody wants to take it down all of a sudden. So there's a lot of things that can go negative against you if you're not careful. So it's very important in this age, and I'm glad you guys are taking a little bit of time to listen to this, but a lot, everybody kind of knows, yeah, copyright, yeah, I'd look for the symbol. If I don't see the C symbol, I don't worry about it, but it's not that simple. So without further ado, I'm going to go over my top 10 things to know, brokers and agents, California real estate companies, in dealing with your digital media, okay? This can include your social media, your Instagram, your Facebook, anywhere you're posting, almost anywhere, uh, these reverse image tools can find it. And when it happens, you're looking at settlements, you know, from a couple hundred dollars to um, could be $10,000 or more, okay? So let's go over the top 10 things to know. Maybe you know them, maybe you don't. Good Good to go over, okay? Images and photos, number one, images and photos are copyright protected. Whether or not you see that copyright symbol, even if you don't see it, it's copyrighted, okay? Do not assume you are free to use a real estate-related photo just because you don't see the formal little notice of copyright, the little C. That would be a bad assumption. Um, and, And real briefly, whenever you create something that's a creative work of authorship, as we call it, and it's fixed in a tangible medium, that is that is... Copyright protection is automatic. You don't have to go file for a United States registration. United States registration is important because it can help you get into the courthouse. It can help you sue for statutory damages, which is what a lot of these companies are looking for, and um, and also to seek their attorney fees. So that's why a lot of photographers will register their photos in bundles. And uh, some of the some of the photographers are looking to enforce their rights. Okay, so don't assume just because you don't see a symbol, hey, everything's good to go. That is a dangerous trap. Okay, number two, just because you find an image on Google or other websites, DuckDuckGo or, or Bing or whatever, 
Even if it says something like licensed for reuse, okay, this is a common one I've seen people go for. They said, well, I was on Google, I was looking for an image of a building, and it, it said on Google licensed for reuse, so I thought it was good. You got to always dig deeper. Whenever you're looking to get photos off the internet or anything like that, don't just assume if you see the word free or license for reuse or royalty free, don't just assume that the, these things mean that you can use photos for free on your real estate website. Some photographers, and we've seen some things where it appears to us that they're setting these traps, if you will. Some people call it entrapment or whatever, where you search for a free image and an uh, image will come up and it'll say, oh, everything is, congratulations, this image is free to use. I must, I must have lost my mind. I'm crazy. I can't believe it. Free to use for personal use in the small print. Okay, so as we say in law, the big print giveth and the small print taketh away. So you got to read these things carefully before you're using things you find online, okay? And it's very important. I know a lot of you probably know that. But you got to make real clear if you're using, uh, even uh, there's, there's Creative Commons photos where you can use somebody's photo if you give them attribution. Whatever the case may be, you still always got to follow the rules or the photographer has a case of potential photo infringement against you. That's not what you want, okay? Um, when that happens, there's a demand for payment from both the could-be both the broker and the agent, okay? Um, even though agents are independent contractors, uh, last I checked anyway, um, the broker and the agent sometimes can be held liable. In, in fact, for the broker, what you may see is a, a lawsuit alleging vicarious copyright infringement, vicarious. That means even though you didn't do it, you're liable for your agent, Okay, or your employees, if you're em you have in-house employees building websites and blogs and things like that. Okay, um, so number three, so that's number two. Be careful what you're finding online. Google Images, um, we get quite a few of those cases. Three, the best bet is to license your photos from a stock website that has an indemnification guarantee, okay? This is what I do. Um, I do one of two things, okay? I either create my own or create my own work or I get it from my stock photo sites. I'm not gonna name names. You can look around and do a search here. You probably come up with the main ones, but check out their terms of service before you sign up. See if they have an indemnification guarantee. The one I use has a $10,000 indemnification. That means if a copyright rights holder comes and says, hey, you're using my photo, I want $10,000, I say, well, take it up with my stock photo company. They're, they've indemnified me already, so take it up with them. That's where I got the photo. Okay, um, so as I mentioned, brokers, you might want to have a corporate stock photo account available. That's something to think about. Or agents, you can require your agents to have their own if they are maintaining a blog, website, podcast, or YouTube channels. We're seeing more YouTube channels now. And um, something to think about, something to think about for the management and, and individually as an agent. If you're an independent contractor, you don't want a lawsuit against you either. And those do happen. Real estate targets are attractive. They assume that real estate agents are doing pretty well. They make big commissions and all that good stuff, okay? So that's number three. Number four, realize copyright infringement damages can be high. Some people see like a, they say, well, I have one photo, like big deal, one photo. It's on a buried page in my website or it's on About Us or something. 
what's the big deal? But you would be surprised, um, and this is frankly why I'm in the area of copyright law, these laws were written by the movie companies, the software companies, the, the writers guilds. They, they wanted strong protections for copyrights, okay? And so copyright infringement damages can be as low as 750 statutory damage, $750 for one photo, for one copyrighted photo, on up to 150,000, if you can believe it, for that one photo. And as I said, it's, you know, it's kind of designed the copyright laws for the movie company, or you infringe the software and you got 20, 20 copies of Microsoft Office running, um, you know, things like that. So that's why the, there's a wide range that a judge can award in that area. So be very careful. The damages can be very high. Always bear that in mind when you're selecting your photos, selecting your piece of video, selecting your drone video, okay? Before you put it on your website, realize there are stiff penalties for not complying with copyright laws, okay? Very important to know. Now, five, number five, if you receive a letter from an image rights company, now this is possible, okay? We, there's, like I said, we represent a lot of companies that are facing photo infringement demand letters. Sometimes it's, it's a lawsuit, but many times you're going to get a demand letter is going to be the first thing that happens telling you, hey, you know, um, we found this photo on your website or we found four photos. Um, you know, that's before you just throw that away. That may be your first and your best chance to get your case settled. Um, and I see people that ignore the letter. There's a company, for example, Pick Rights. They send a lot of letters out. That's Pick Rights. And if you ignore them, many times it will end up on the desk of, uh, of their law firm, and a company we deal with known as Higby, Higby & Associates in California. So, um, but you may receive a demand letter, maybe from anywhere from 500 to three grand. You know, but before you just throw it away, it's a good time to have legal counsel take a look at that. We offer low-cost consultations. To get a look at that, it may be your best chance to settle. If you wait, goes to a law firm, guess what? Law firm puts more fee on there because they want their fees too. Okay, so bear that in mind. If you get a letter, don't panic. Many times these can be settled at a, at a fair rate, but if you ignore it, you could head up end up in bigger problems, okay? Number six, brokers. It's important to realize broker has what? A duty to, fill in the blank, supervise, supervise, duty to supervise license activity, um, blogs, marketing. That's a form of um, marketing for um, agents. And, you know, some, some brokers will re review all advertising before it goes out. Some of the bigger firms I've dealt with, they actually have a full-on advertising component, social media advertising component to their company, and they will have everything reviewed before it goes out. But some of the smaller companies don't have that. But it's maybe wise to think about um, putting a team together or putting some policies together uh, putting it in your independent contractor agreement, um, some of your requirements and, and things like that, okay? So a broker has a duty to supervise, and this would be something that would be good if it's not on your radar now, put it on and say, hey, you know, once a month, once every two months, let's talk about copyright, make sure everybody's up to speed and, and um, that there's no infringement on your website, Okay, so that's number six. Um, realize this again, if there is a lawsuit, you don't get your case settled. Um, many times you will see the agent and the broker sued, okay? Um, 
So when there's a lawsuit, that's a public record. Somebody searches your company. Next thing they say, what? They're in an infringement action. I don't want them to list my building or my, my real estate. I don't want them to list that. So that's number six, supervise, 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 and review. Seven, in some cases, the broker may want to approve all new posts. That's what I just said. Um, or they may want to ensure any employment agreements have an indemnification clause. That's what I mean to say A number seven. That's the main point indemnification clause. So that way, if the agent or let's say the agent hires their own web designer, if they're at fault, the broker can be defended by the agent. And, you know, if there's a demand, then you say you tender it to them and you say, here, you figure it out. It's your problem. Okay. So that's very important to think about indemnification clauses in your contracts independent contractor agreements, your employment agreements with your agents, those kinds of things, okay? Number eight, if you get an infringement or demand letter, okay, we just talked about this on number five above, it's wise to not pick up the phone and call them, okay? This is sometimes, I see this a little little too often, People will get the letter and they'll say, hey, oh, I'm sorry, I got the letter. Oh, man, I didn't know. I, you know, just, you know, I did it. I, yeah, I did it. And, um, you know, I just want to listen. These companies, these photo companies, their law firms, their copyright enforcement agencies and things like that, they don't want to hear the sob story. They're happy to hear it. They're happy to see how nervous you are. They're happy to know, oh, wow, they probably, uh, you know, they're probably doing pretty well so we can talking to them over the phone is not something I ever recommend to um, my clients or anyone that gets a demand letter. They do this for a living. You don't. So uh, unfortunately, they're going to have the upper hand on you. So again, um, not to self-promote, but these are good cases to seek legal counsel early. Don't talk anything. Don't put anything in writing until you know what you're doing, okay, or know what your possible defenses are or mitigating factors, okay? Um, Number nine on our top ten list, just about there, if you use unlicensed photos and things get uploaded to the MLS, if you do postings and you've got the photos on the MLS, something that's running through the MLS, realize they may see greater damages, Um, One of the arguments I've heard is, wow, now our precious work is all over the place. We can never get it back. We can never, my client can never sell another photo like this because it's all out, the cat's out of the bag. So just realize that. Again, awareness, make sure that everybody's aware of the importance. Every photo should be cleared, properly licensed, or you, you better have a really strong fair use argument or independent creation, create it yourself. Finally, 10, big important tip. This is good for the water cooler talk. Why is this becoming so important? Well, there is now a, if you didn't see in the COVID relief bill, there was a special carve out, a special program created called the CASE Act. Just like a briefcase, a C-A-S-E or a legal case. Copyright Small Claims Act, what's this? Well, now they're starting a new copyright small claims office in Washington, D.C., where photographers and artists and video makers and things like that who are aggrieved and feel that somebody has infringed something. You know, they can find anything on your website that's infringing, file a lawsuit in the copyright small claims court. Now, the problem with this is it's not a, to me, it's not a small claim. They can seek up to $30,000 And, you know, they don't have to have a lawyer. And I just tell you, you got to put that on your radar. 
copyright needs to move up as an issue in your brokerage and agents especially again you don't want to lose a commission so to speak when you have to retain legal counsel to engage in a lawsuit that they file so be very careful but those are my top 10 tips i have one more little note it's a common reaction i get from people facing a copyright photo infringement demand letter is what that page of my website hardly got any hits i mean it was who even saw it it wasn't like it was my header homepage or anything it wasn't anything like that please note this is not a defense to copyright infringement um, whether it was viewed a million times or one you, that can be a factor if they're seeking actual damages but when you have a registered photo they can seek statutory damages where that's not quite as important okay so bear that in mind those are my top 10 things if you need some help with social media law internet law copyright infringement dmca takedowns things like that fair use defense internet law you know where to find us on the web at attorneysteve.com that's attorneysteve.com Name and legal services. All right. Thanks for listening. This is general legal information only, not legal advice. And I uh, hope you enjoyed. Feel free to share this podcast. Feel free to uh, play it at your next meeting, your next team meeting. Uh, share it with your agents and you can print this out. And, you know, um, normally this would be copyrighted material because it's creative and I put it in writing. It's tangible form. But you have my permission, Attorney Steve, my express permission to share it for training and purposes for in the office for training. Okay, have a great day. I got to run. We'll talk to you soon. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. We're almost getting up to 30,000 subscribers. We're getting a lot, of, a lot of interest, a lot of videos. We have almost 650 videos now. So check that out. There's some real estate videos. There's some intellectual property videos, social media, things like that. But good luck in your real estate. Keep us posted. Have fun. Bye now. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.